Second Timothy chapter four, beginning with verse one, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Repro reprove, rebuke, Exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned to fables. Amen. Turned away from the truth, and they will be turned to fables. I want for a few minutes, if you'll help me, I want to talk about from truth to fairy tales. From truth to fairy tales. There's something, brothers and sisters, wrong with that order. Because in natural order of growing up, you normally will grow out of fairy tales and end up with the truth. We're witnessing a turnaround here. Something's going wrong. We are moving from truth back to fairy tales. There was a meeting one day between, meeting between a Hollywood producer and not only a Hollywood producer, there was a meeting between he and a pastor. This pastor was saying to the producer, I'm, I'm having a problem. I wonder why it is that your work seems to be flourishing more than my work. The, the, the pastor said to the producer, he says, I'm noticing that, that all over the world, theaters are full, filling up and People are spending their money coming to see your work. Yet, when I look at what I do, sometimes I, I'm almost there by myself. Sometimes in, in, in my work preaching the gospel, sometimes people just don't show up. And so he asked the Hollywood producer, he says, well, what is it? Can you help me? What, how is that thing turning like that? Why does it work like that? Well, the producer says, well, I, I believe I know what's going on. See, in my business, we take something that is a fairy tale, something that is not true, and present it like it is 100% true. That's what we do in my business. We, we take that that's not true and present it like it's true. So, but on the other hand, I have noticed among you folk who have the only truth that it is, 
but you have you tend to treat it like it's a fairy tale. Are y'all hearing me? And my brothers and sisters, therein is a problem. When we began to take the only truth that there is in this world and treat it like a fairy tale. Here in this text, Peter is writing a letter. And this is really one of his last and his most moving letter. After a lifetime of serving Christ, he is in prison again. Not only is he in prison, but death is imminent. He's all alone now. Everybody has left him except for Luke. And he longs now to see his spiritual son, Timothy, at least one more time. So he's writing his son Timothy a letter, but notice here that although he knows that he is facing death and this is probably the end of his life, I want you to notice that there is no hint of pity in his writing. Look at it. Look at it. His last words, his last words are words of instruction. His last words are words of encouragement, not only to Timothy, but he leaves words to to, to encourage everybody here in the sound of my voice. His challenge to Timothy, his challenge to Timothy here in this text is, and this is all he's saying to Timothy, Timothy, I want you to preach the word. Just that simple, preach the word, preach the gospel, preach the, are y'all hearing me? And the distinction that I want to make here, and if you look different, you look at different translation, the, 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 the emphasis is on the word. Timothy, I need you to preach the word, not a word. Y'all hearing this? We're living in a day when everybody's running trying to get a word. No, that ain't what the word says. He says, preach the word. And whenever you use the word, the word, that means that this is specific. You, you got to be specific in what it is you're talking. Too many folk are looking for a word when uh, what we need is the word. I believe, my brothers and sisters, there's a message here, not only for preachers. And I know that you're sitting here, say, it looks to me like he ought to be talking to his preachers about that. Why is he talking to us about preaching the word? Well, the, the, uh, uh, the thing that I want you to understand is uh, that here when he talks about preaching, uh, the word that he is using is actually a word that shows all of us as that, that it is all of our responsibility. You have to understand, my brothers and sisters, that the spreading of the gospel is not confined to the pulpit. Are y'all hearing me? As a matter of fact, according to the Great Commission, all of us have been commissioned to tell this story. The truth of the matter, my brothers and sisters, what we believe, we believe in the priesthood of all believers. Let me share with you what that means. That means that if somebody is unsaved, they don't have to sit around waiting on a preacher to show up before they can be saved. Let me say it another way. If somebody is unsaved, Anybody who has been washed in the blood of the Lamb ought to be able to share with them about Jesus Christ. Are y'all hearing me? So when I talk about this, please don't think I'm just talking to preachers. Everybody up in here, 
needs to know how to present him. Yeah, now as we go through, I, I want to know, I want you to understand that according to Matthew 28, then all of us are commissioned to share this same story. So now we go back and we see that the message is not just for the preacher. Paul knew the power of the word of God. He knew the power of the gospel message. He had spent his whole life proclaiming the gospel message. And now he is preparing for the future of the gospel message. He's getting ready now. He's handing now information that he has. He's handing it down to Timothy, handing it down to the next generation. What he's saying to Timothy here in his letter, first of all, is Timothy, I want you to be true to the word. Y'all hearing me? Timothy, I know that in the future, in time coming, I, I know that all kinds of things are going to pop up. Yeah, somebody's going to try to enhance you to preach prosperity. And it's all right to have something. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing holy about being Paul. But you make sure you preach the word. Are y'all hearing me? I know that there are those who are going to be moving into the power of positive thinking. Uh, but Timothy, I want to make sure that you understand the power is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. So what I want you to do, Timothy, is I want you to preach it in season and out of season. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, in season is easy, but it's hard to preach to folk when they think it's out of season. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, there are those uh, even in our midst who think that the gospel is outdated. That it just doesn't work anymore. It worked for grandma and grandpa, but it's outdated now. Watching a clip the other day of a young man who was actually criticizing and making fun of the preaching of the cross. Actually criticizing, making fun of, of the preaching of Christ dying on the cross. Paul, he foresees this time. He foresees this time when men will show a positive distaste for the gospel. He's already in jail. Watch this. Paul is already in jail for preaching. But now he's preparing Timothy for an even worse fate. Says to Timothy in this letter, he says, Timothy, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Get it now. They, 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 they will not endure sound doctrine now. Let me, let me clear that up. They'll want to hear preaching. They just don't want to hear sound preaching. They, they, they're going to run the class. They want to be taught. They just don't want sound teaching. There'll come a time when people will find the truth, the gospel, completely distasteful. Time, there will come a time when people will find the gospel politically incorrect. Don't talk about sin. Don't, don't talk about don't don't there's certain things you just don't talk about it, it, because it's just not politically correct. But Paul was a true visionary. He 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 he. I believe, my brothers and sisters, that that he saw the day that we're living in right now. He said, "Yeah, there's going to come a time when they won't endure sound 
doctrine. As a matter of fact, he says, uh, he says the time is going to come when they will heap up their own teachers. Are y'all hearing me? It's right there in the book. He said, yeah, they, they, they have uh, no use for the word of God. They will try to oppress the word of God. As a matter of fact, they will find their own teachers. And, 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 and then not, not only will they find their own teachers, they'll find teachers after their own lust. Yeah, they'll heap up for themselves teachers having itching ears. Now, I don't know who that is. I'm, I'm hearing somebody besides me down here. Amen, amen. Yeah, I'll, I'll let, he sounds pretty good. I'll let him go for a minute. <laughs> There come a time. <laughs> he was doing pretty good there. <laughs> there come a time when they will heap up for them. They'll look out. They'll pick out their own teachers. They'll seek out teachers who will suit their desires. They'll look for somebody who will say what they want to say. They won't say it. They. They, 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 their ears are itching and they'll find somebody who is willing to scratch their itch. Are y'all hearing this? My brothers, this is one of the sad commentaries of the church is that too many have stopped preaching the gospel and are falling to the trap of ear scratching. Pulpits are filling up with folk who are willing to say whatever they need to say to keep the crowd coming. Word says they would heap up for themselves teachers, uh, yeah, their own teachers, people. And this is an amazing thing. People will pay you, yeah, and pay you well to lie to them. I know I'm right about it. People will pay you, pay you well to lie. They, they, yeah, yeah. Why? To satisfy their itching is sad to say sad to say but the fact is uh, yeah a large congregation and a crowd of folk is not always evidence that people are, 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 are hearing the gospel don't ever you don't have to be impressed when you see a crowd of folk coming together don't assume that that's evidence that people are, are, are hearing the gospel sometimes it's evidence that people are getting their ears scratched Paul said they, they, the time is going to come when they will turn away from the gospel and they will turn to fables. Herein lies the greatest problem. They will turn away from the truth. And the real problem is really the truth. We live in a day when there is an all-out attack on truth. We live in a day when there's alternative truth. <laughs> alternative. Are y'all hearing me? They, there's an alternative now to you. See, my brother and sister, brother and sister, the problem is this. The problem is all truth resides in the very nature of God. So you can't change truth without messing with God. Are y'all hearing me? 
Truth, the reason why people don't want to deal with it, truth commands either change or sacrifice. Y'all hear me? Truth has a way of drawing a line between right and wrong, and it forces you to take one side or the other. Truth removes excuses and opinions. Are y'all hearing me? In other words, yeah, when it comes to the truth, either, either you will obey or you won't obey. Truth only allows for obedience or defiance. Either you're going to do right or you're going to do wrong. You see why folk don't like truth? It draws a line and it makes you choose what side you're going to be on. Truth is uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable thing. And yeah, to somebody who, who, who doesn't want to yield to the authority of God, it, it becomes an, a, an, an, a very uncomfortable thing, truth. And this is why people, according to Paul, will heap up for themselves their own teachers who will say what they won't say. Yeah, they will grow weary of the gospel. And according to Paul, They'll fall in love with fables. They'll grow weary of the gospel and fall in love with fairy tales. They will trade the gospel truth. Y'all need this need to hit you. They'll trade the truth in for an outright lie. Let me say it another way. They will trade in the gospel for Harry Potter. Folk would stand in line all night long to get the latest copy of Harry Potter while Bibles are getting dusty on the shelf and nobody. Are y'all hearing me? He says that they will trade the gospel. They will rather hear a fable, a fairy tale than the gospel. They'd rather hear Mother Goose. They, 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 they'll sit and they, they'll intrigue themselves with little Bo Pete and the Itsy Bitsy Spider and Jack being Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, I, 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 I know all of us. Uh, there was nothing wrong with it when we were children. All of us grew up hearing these stories. I want to tell you, my brothers and sisters, these fables and fairy tales, they, they had their place when I was a child. Y'all hear me? When I was a child, I was captivated by fairy tales. I, when I was a child, I was captivated by all of those little stories. I would sit for hours at a time and listen to every detail, every detail of the old lady living in the shoe who had so many children, didn't know what. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, and, and I, I believe back then they, they helped me a little bit. They helped me develop a little common sense. I, I believe they had, a, they had a purpose back then. They helped me develop my thought process and my value systems. They taught me not to just cry wolf. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, they had, they had a purpose. They, yeah, yeah, Humpty Dumpty taught me not to get too high. Listen, are y'all hearing me? Huh? They, they, they had a purpose. When I was a child, are y'all hearing me? That's the kind of stuff that young people are, yeah, are, are drawn to. That's the kind of stuff that, but, but now the Bible says that when I was a child, I thought as a child. 
I spake as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, are y'all hearing me? After I grew up, <sighs> after I've grown older, I've come to realize that I can't put my faith. Y'all ain't hearing me. That I can't put my faith in fairy tales. It was all right as a child, but since I've become a man, I've come to realize that when the storms are raging in my life, anybody ever been there? I've come to realize that when I'm facing the storms of life, Mother Goose can't hear my prayer. Are y'all hearing me? I've come to realize that when I've got the weight of the world on my shoulder, Humpty Dumpty couldn't help himself. Are y'all hearing me? How in the world can he do anything for me when I'm struggling uh, with the trials of life? The woman in the shoe, she didn't know what to do then, uh, and she doesn't know what to do now. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, uh, when I look back over my life and see all of those old tales, brothers and sisters, uh, it just comes to me that it was all just a lie. None of it. There was no truth in any of it. But uh, as I come to a close, I got to tell you about one. Y'all ain't hearing me. As I come to a close, uh, all of them were proven false, and I can't lean on them right now. Uh, but there is one that has just a little bit of truth in it. There is one, brothers and sisters, uh, if you really listen to it uh, and look at it, uh, that one that says Mary had a little lamb. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, my brothers and sisters, uh, there's a little truth in there. Mary had a little lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah the lamb is called Jesus. Yeah, Jesus, the son of the living God. And it was that lamb that came into this world. Yeah, born in a manger. Yeah, wrapped in swaddling clothes. Yeah, it was that lamb that picked up my cross, put it on his shoulder. It is that lamb. That they stretch wide and he never said a mumbling word. It was that lamb that took my sins to the cross. That lamb that died on an old cross. It was that lamb that they laid in a barry tomb. It was that lamb that laid there all night Friday and all night Saturday. But thank God for the lamb that got up early Sunday morning with all power in his hand. And that's why I say now that worthy, worthy, worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Yes, yes. Time, time for the people of God move back toward the truth of God. Time for the people of God get serious about the truth. These are trying times, and it's going to take truth to get us to where we need to be. If this world is ever to be any better, it's going to take truth to make it better. If you're here today, you're unsaved. 
I want to give you an opportunity to believe. I want to give you an opportunity to accept him today as Lord and Savior of your life. The word of God is clear. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shall be saved. If you're here, you ought to be moving. If you're unsaved, you ought to move now. If you don't have a church home, now's your time. You ought to be moving. Jesus, keep me.